Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. These marriages are not perfect, but all in all, they seem to work. Marriage is an institution for grown-ups. It's like a love-hate relationship. There are no bosses in a modern marriage. He knows he's lucky to have a wife. Hello, everybody. This is episode 137 of Husband and Wife Sentenced to Life. I'm so stressed out. <laughs> do you know what you do when you're stressed? What? You chew your tongue. You're doing it now. Oh, I do, yeah. Do you know oh, God, I do, yeah. Do you know what I do? Have you, do we notice what I do? Have a go at me? No. Do, do you know what my thing is? <laughs> I don't know. I rub my lip. I do that. Oh, yeah. I've that's, seen you do that. Yeah, that's my... And I, and I catch myself doing it and... I chew my tongue all the time. It's, it's yeah. really annoying. We watched that... Um, Chris Packham autism thing. Mm-hmm. Now you've you've studied this and you've taught people with autism and stuff like that, and you've noticed signs of this in me. Yeah, I walk past people or I I meet people and I'm like, yeah. But yep. genuinely, the more I see stuff like this, I've got these habits. You mm-hmm. know, like I don't know, it freaks me out. But I'm having a bad morning today. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've got, I'm going for an hospital appointment. And uh, it's like a checkup thing. But I hate hospitals. Yeah. So I'm an absolute nervous wreck about that. No, I get you. I get you. I've got to get ready. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just panicking so much. I hate hospitals. Oh, no. So I'm totally freaked out. I've not slept. I booked it two days ago. I've not slept. <laughs> it's really freaking me out. I know. I know. I've got to get ready. But to be honest, I'm sort of glad we're doing it because I just want to pass the time. Yeah, yeah. It'll be fine. If this was anybody else, if this was you, I'd be like, you've got to go. You've got to go in. Yeah. If you need to go to hospital, go to hospital. But for me personally, I feel like I'm like it with everything. Like I'm like it with the car. Yeah. Oh, there's something wrong with car. It'll sort itself out. Yeah. Doesn't sort itself out. I'm the same though with the doctors. It takes me so long. Then I'll go and then they'll moan and be like, well, you were meant to come six months ago. Yeah. But I was like it with a dentist. Yes, you are like at the dentist. But then I, I've had a couple of root canals now. 
but you'll leave it to the point where you're crying on the floor. Yeah, till I can't stand up. Yeah. Pain is that bad, I can't stand up. <laughs> yeah. But I'm trying to get better. <laughs> so anyway, but anyway, the minute, I don't even, I didn't want this to be today's subject. I'm totally freaked out by hospitals, <laughs> which is weird because my mum worked in one. Yeah. Her entire career. They are strange places, aren't they? Yeah. They are. What I want to talk about today is mum and dad taxis. Driving the kids, school, friends, beach, clubs, mall, parties, everywhere, driving the kids. The reason I want to talk about this, there's a new study that's come out. Average person spends 52 hours a month being taxi to their kids. Ooh, that's quite a big number. I reckon we probably do more. Yeah, I think we do more. Yeah. Just to break this down, we rack up an extra... 6,400 kilometres per year, running the kids around. Uh, that includes 1,000 kilometres on school runs, 600 kilometres on after-school clubs, 800 kilometres on dropping off at the friends' houses. Well, I looked at my car the mileage yeah, the other day. I have already over-doubled it. From, from my, when you bought it? Yeah. Yeah, mine's gone right up. And I think because ours are in kilometres and not miles, they go up quicker, <laughs> yeah. obviously, because of the conversion. Yeah. In fact, my battery, I had to get a new battery the other day. And when I got back in, it had gone on to miles. And I'm like, oh, this is better. <laughs> you know, it's like 80,000 miles instead of having many kilometres. I mean, most of my driving is being a taxi for the kids. Well, that's the next stat. It says most parents say that they do more in the car for the kids than they do for themselves. So they use the car more for the kids. Yep, 100%. I mean, I don't know why. I, I mean, I've got to work. Well, that's all I could think is what you and I, is, well, obviously you go to work in the mornings, but then when we do our evening work, that's the only other time really I'm in the car. 57% of parents say they've never once been thanked by their kids for giving them a lift. We have. We do get it. All the kids. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not too sure. Um... I think it depends on if it's been a last minute thing or what mood they're in. <laughs> I got told it was my job in an argument. Well, it kind, of, it kind of is. It kind of is. Yeah, but to be told by a child, this is your job. Well, it's funny, actually, because <laughs> this morning I took the girls and Honey has her driving test today. And she and Betsy said, I hope you pass. She said, because then you can take me different places because it's, poor mummy has to do everything. So <laughs> she appreciates me. Uh, and it, today is Honey's big one. It's the final one. Fingers crossed if she passes, it's the final time she has to go in. It's been a trauma. Yeah. Really. Yeah. And an expensive trauma. But it would be good to sit, Mommy, we can't really because she's in doing exams and stuff now, but it would be good to go, right, you can do all the driving for a month. You know when you first start driving, what a pleasure it is. And I still love driving. Oh, yeah, driving. yeah. I can see the excitement that she's got. Yeah. And I'm really excited for, for her to get out, although I'm nervous about which car she's going to take. <laughs> Initially, <laughs> it's funny, isn't it? Driving like you quite enjoy driving, yeah. like being out in the car. You know, like I think about these, um, like Amazon delivery drivers yeah. and people like that. And you said you could have a job like that. I hate being in the car, I get really it tires me, I get really tired driving and bored. I think you've got to make the car like a little living room. Like I've said, snacks in the car is a great thing to have. I don't have any now. But when you've got when we go on holiday, because in the UK the car tends to stay cold. You know, even <laughs> in the summer at night the car's cold. We fill the glove box and all the drawers and everything with corn 
and vegetarian snacks. Yeah, but that's because we're on holiday. You Scotch don't eggs. you don't do that and, and not. Why not? Because it's great <laughs> when you get in the car and you've got crisps and sandwiches and snacks. It's like a little studio apartment. I don't look at it as a negative. As long as I'm not in a rush. Yeah. I'm like, right, put a podcast on. You know, a podcast is a movie for your ears. Yeah, I mean, put this this no, one I on. Mean, this is not a very good movie that you're listening to now. <laughs> but it, uh, yeah, the roads out here, though, they're not pleasant to drive. They're not, but if you can do that thing where mentally yeah. you turn it into you time. Yeah. Right, I know today I'm going to be stuck. There's a road in Dubai called Hesse Street. Yeah. It's my nemesis. I am now sometimes taking an hour to get home. Yeah. That's a 15-minute car ride. But I know I'm going to be stuck on it. So as long as I'm not rushing, as long as I've given myself that window to get to work and do whatever I've got to do. That's the thing you do after, with every journey out here, you have to think ahead and think, right, yeah. it's going to take me this long, but then, you know, I'm going to be stuck in traffic. I said to this uh, honey yesterday, I was coming home on Pancake Day and there was two crashes on Hesse Street. It's the worst road, honestly. And there never seems to be an excuse for the traffic. You sit in traffic for ages on it and then, then there's no traffic all of a sudden. How annoying like, is that? How is annoying it? is it as a driver when you're like... Why? Why? Why are we stopped? It's magic what? traffic. Oh, it's so annoying. Two crashes coming home the other day, and there were only little pranks. You know what? Easy. Everyone runs into the back of each other, but yeah. then you can't move your car. So the two of them. I sat on Hesse Street for so long. People who don't live in Dubai, you know our our Denmark audience, the Bel uh, Belgium yeah. audience, they're going to be checking Hesse Street out on the maps. <laughs> and I'll tell you this. I was in traffic so long and I got so engrossed in the podcast that I was listening to, I forgot I was in the car. Did you? Know, you? you know that thing where you just space out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going through the motor skills, if you'll pardon the pun, of edging forward every time the car in front edges forward. But my mind was somewhere totally different and I'm lost in what the people are saying on the podcast. And then I was like, oh, I'm still in car. <laughs> and I'm like, God, I can't believe how long I've been in this car. I have that when I'm like stressed. And then you, you literally, you'll be at your destination. And you're like, how did I get here? I don't even know how I got here. <laughs> That's, which is quite scary. That. It's freaky when you realise you've been driving around tons of metal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At a top speed, surrounded by other tons of metal. Yeah. That's what I've been trying to explain to Honey, because she's doing that thing with her driving now, where it's every little thing she does. And I don't know how to turn the windscreen wipers on. And I don't know which side the indicators are on. And, uh, you know, I have to line the car up with my eye and the mirror when I'm changing lanes. And I'm like, trust me, once you're driving, yep. your brain takes care of that. One part of your brain takes care of it, while the other part of your brain is thinking, I can't wait to have my dinner tonight. Or <laughs> this is what I've got to do when I get to school or whatever. You, you have know? fallen asleep. I had one time when I was living in Newcastle and I was on a breakfast show in Sheffield. So I was commuting and I had to get up at like, three o'clock in the morning to set off. Yeah. And I had a this little sports car that when you got in it, you were practically laying down. And I was right. so tired one morning going down the A1. I felt my eyes going and I genuinely just had to, I was so tired. I thought I was on a straight bit and I thought I could close my eyes for a bit here. And this is not now when you've got that thing that keeps you, you know, some cars have that thing that keeps your uh, car in the lane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or Teslas which drive themselves. Yeah. This is just a normal <laughs> little roadster sports car. And I remember closing my eyes for a bit. I'm driving along 100 mile an hour. Closed my eyes for maybe a couple of seconds. And then just in my ear, I thought, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> this is how people die. I think there must be times when I've been really I've, I've done it once that I can remember. And I was going over a bridge, a uh, flyover, over water. Yeah. And I remember being on one side of it and then waking up on the other side and just... Not knowing how. No, and being 
proper scared like oh my god I could have literally just killed myself because I'd just I'd come from a night shift yeah at a club I have done that thing see I like the pullover like I've driven down from my mum and dad's in Scotland before and or, or when like the truck drivers do yeah and I've just stopped in a layby to have a to have a power nap oh I've never done you that you know and I do love a motorway services I know you do. I mean, I don't like the actual places inside, but I like the stop. They're never satisfying, I don't think, though. The restaurants that you get... The... There's a few good ones. You think? The problem is when you've been to a good one, <laughs> the bad ones are bad. There's nothing worse than going to one and it not having the selection. When you go to one, it's got a little Marks and Spencer's food hall. When we were going to Wales, remember that one had a little Marks and Spencer's? Yeah. And we were like, yes, Yeah, please. that's always good. I got a photograph of you that day. And it's like you're hiding in a pile of food <laughs> on the way to Wales. Attractive. We had about another three hours to do when you've got enough food. You've done a big shop. So back to these statistics. This survey revealed that there's an average of two arguments per week in the car. Between the parents and the kids or just yeah, yeah. in general? I mean, we have quite a few. Not, I mean, tonight we're doing the quiz. We normally for have... for some reason, <laughs> we always have a serious... I think it's a really bad day. I mean, today's even worse because I've got this bloody hospital thing. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. But I'm at work all day. There's a school runs. You're taking Betsy Pearl to her after-school club of performing arts. Yeah. Then we come home and we literally have... About an hour and a half, during which time... Less, less, yeah. Got to sort the kids' homeworks out, got to get ready to go out, got to cook a meal, got to have dinner, try and squeeze a bit of family time in. There's just not enough time and it's always the right stress. And you and I haven't spoken. All day. So then we end up talking about life stuff. And I love doing the quizzes, but I always get a bit stressed beforehand. Yeah. And I genuinely, I mean, I don't know if I've said this out loud because I always think it. We need to make the car (laughs) a safe zone. (laughs) We've got to make the car a safe zone. Oh, and then, just, and then when I'm in the car with you, when you're in a bad oh. mood, oh, I mean, I, I, I hold the side of the, yeah, I know. the car. The imaginary brake system. Anyway, like, so I hate being a passenger. And then when, <laughs> well, the when you thing is, I would happily let you drive because, you know, when I'm a passenger and you're in car, I don't even look up. I'm not bothered. Oh. I assume yeah. because you can drive. But I am a better driver. Single... I, I don't go as close, but oh, when you, when we've had a row and it's like... I've been told by all three kids that you drive too fast. Over the years, all three kids have hey, told me you drive I, too fast. I drive fast when it's safe to do so. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. You take corners too you, fast. You drive fast when the car's only two metres in front and I'm like, 
Whoa, as whoa. I, again, as I said to Honey, as I'm giving her my fatherly advice on driving, you have to drive to your surroundings. I can't drive like I drive here in yep. the UK. I've got to drive like UK drivers. You must adapt, adapt to survive. So here I have to drive like everyone else drives here or you're a danger on the roads, basically. But What, rever- reversing down a highway? Oh, God, I've never done that. <laughs> but I look yeah. forward to getting in car with you. Yeah. And then you get in and what you do, and we've talked about this before, I think, it's like when I come home sometimes, you've got the... Laura shopping list of items that have that you need to stress me, me out that day or I, things I need to book and things that are stressing you out yeah but sometimes and that happened the other night in bed like that again sometimes that's the only time I get to speak to you and so just before we're going to sleep I'm like so so and so's done this this has happened to the kids this and then you're like brilliant I'm literally snorting Panadol lights off the side yeah. to get some sleep now I'm not <laughs> sleeping you got me head going like this and then we end up rowing because that's we're both stressed out and yeah. then I uh, yeah so I think we need to make a deal and it's going to happen tonight and today's 50 times worse than a normal Thursday because of hospital visits and stuff I want to try in the car we got half an hour there and it's going from a stressful environment to a stressful what, what environment. What should we talk about? <laughs> Maybe we should put some music on and have a sing song. Well, I'd listen to a podcast. No, I can't listen to podcasts with other people. But we should. No. I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you get it that I'm coming from stress. It's like when I come home. Yeah. I can't come home and immediately get on with life business or family business because I need to decompress. And this thing in the car, it's like, right, this is a very short time. I don't know, you've done theatre. Maybe that's what it's like in that break when the when everyone goes for the gin and tonic in Dubai Opera. The actors have got a little bit of time before they start up again. That's what this time in the car is like for me tonight. And, it's, and it can't be life administration. <laughs> I just need to, like, hang out with you. Hey, but what happens at halftime at the football match? The... Uh... That's what they do, isn't it? They... That's what you are. Yeah, you I'm are the manager. You are the manager at half time, and life is a team playing really badly. <laughs> so, <laughs> and and I, it is. Unknowingly, I'm the captain of that team. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, exactly yeah, that. Arguments in the car. We've got to try and not get there stressed tonight, but two arguments a week. I don't think we do. I definitely don't with the kids. We've talked about it before, the whole uh, front seat argument, but other than that, Nah. A quarter of parents say their kids complained that the car isn't new enough or expensive enough. Out here, I don't think kids do that. I think occasionally um, Betsy will see someone's like car and she'll be like, yeah. oh, we don't have a car like that. Well, she thinks my car's really flash. Or, or she goes to a friend's villa and she'll say, it's, you know, oh, they've got this huge villa. And you feel bad well, then that, you know. Mentioned it again, I know they're keeping up with the Joneses in Dubai. It's impossible. Yeah. Remember when I had that car sponsorship and I used to get... They used to give me sports cars, like Corvettes. They used to give me four by four, like monster trucks with lift kits on. Leo was so embarrassed every time I picked him up. I'd be picking him up in like a convertible Camaro. That's because you try and embarrass him as well. You you do the window down thing and shout out. Only once I found out that it embarrassed him. Apparently you do it to Betsy. Oh no, what I do with Betsy now is... (laughs) Because what Betsy does is, when I drive her, we've had this out on the podcast, when I drive her to school, she wants music on every day. Yeah, yeah. She plays the charts. Nearly every song in the charts these days has got swearing in. Now, I'm not being a fuddy-duddy here. I swear more than most. I mean, I can't believe I've got through 18 minutes of this podcast without swearing. So she's playing these songs and it's, this, that, I killed me effing boyfriend, you, you know, me in the... It's all this. No, I know. Then when we get 50 metres from school, she goes, Daddy, turn this off. <laughs> like I've put it on. Daddy, turn this off. She doesn't want the boom, boom, yeah, boom. Yeah, because she's head girl then, right? So what I did is I told her a joke the other day. It's a really rubbish joke about, oh, I went to the hairdressers and there was a queue outside the hairdressers 
and everyone were grilling sausages in the queue. It was a barbecue. And then Betsy got out and we drive along slowly as she goes into school. And I just wanted the window went down and went, it's a barbecue. <laughs> so now what I do every day is every day I wind the window down and shout, it's a barbecue. Right, and okay. then she starts saying, <laughs> just as she gets out, daddy, don't say it's don't a barbecue. Do it. Don't do it today. So I need a new punchline. Right, back to these stats. 26% of parents say their kids complain about their driving skills, well, as I've pointed out. I mean, I know they've said it about you to me. I'm guessing they've probably said it about me oh, to yeah. you. Oh, yeah. Yes. One in five parents say they've actually stopped the car and told the kids if they don't like it, they can get out and walk. Great threat. I remember my mum and I in a car and we were having a row and then she ended up crashing. But We had a proper crash. And then she was shouting at me and said, if I wanted to get in the car with her again, that I couldn't speak to her like I spoke to her. But I have seen parents like shouting at their kids and then saying, you know, if you don't stop. Do you want me to stop this car? You're you're driving, looking in back. Do you want me to stop this car? Yeah. You like that? I've had that threat so many times. Let me tell you, you would never put... The next time we go up and see my mum and dad, I want to go out in the car with them and get Betsy to try and get my dad to put music on. And you know now he's a granddad. I bet he'd bloody do it. Would he let her have... Uh, oh, yeah. Pump, pump, pump. What F about this, McDonald's in the back? I doubt it. <laughs> Not in their car. 45% of parents... Oh, this always lands on me. What am I going to say? This last statistic about driving and picking your kids up. What's the final statistic? 45% of parents. It's the one that I always get to do. Um, the late pickup? Yes. Yeah. 45% of parents say they've had to stay up late, past their own bedtime... Yeah. ...in order to go and fetch the kids. I mean... I feel like that's the dad's job. Do you feel like it's the dad's job? (laughs) (laughs) Betsy got into a little routine of going on sleepovers and then deciding she didn't want to be on the sleepover. No, but a couple of times she did genuinely get ill as well. And so then she'd call us. you know when she got ill? She didn't get ill at eight o'clock when they're eating chicken McNuggets and pizza. No. And she didn't get ill in the morning when they're having pancakes and I'm already up. No, 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 no. She gets ill at 2 a.m. Mm-hmm. This happens to me in a dreamscape because what happens is you nudge me and go, Betsy's pushing, he's picking up, I've sent you a pin. <laughs> You've done all that before I've opened my eyes. Yeah, and whenever Honey's gone to a party, you go to the pickup. Yeah, and I have rolled out of bed and been in the car in whatever I'm wearing. Yeah. Like joggers and an old T-shirt like I've got on now. But like I said, you like driving. You like driving and, you know, it's slightly safer for a man to be out at night. And again, I'm going to wrap up this podcast by mentioning Hesse Street. Because I have literally, on that last one, when it was a 2, 2.30 a.m. pickup, I found myself on Hesse Street again. Thankfully, at that time, there's barely any cars. And I can remember thinking, how did I get here? Yeah. See, that's the sleep one, isn't it? Where? Yeah. Yeah. I had a veggie pasty in the car. I had a cup of coffee and some crisps, so it were all right. <laughs> I wish. There's your car stats. There's your parent taxi statistics. Yeah. One thing about living here compared to the UK, I regret not being able to walk the kids to school having to drive on a motorway to school has put pre- puts pressure on parents yeah i'd love that i'd love to walk them into school like because i've never got to do that yeah you know we've always been here haven't we so I, w- I would absolutely love to do that although again i imagine that would be a bloody nightmare getting them out <laughs> of the house and, you know wrapping them up in layers but i think what we're talking about here is an audio contraception because this is one more thing i want to compile a list that they do Things they don't tell you before you have kids. Right, right? yeah. And I think this list should be provided as foreplay. (laughs) So you know when you're in the throes of passion, you know, Clarkson's Farm's finished, you've got 20 minutes alone, dishes are going to take 10, you've got 10 minutes left. (laughs) 
Sexy times I'm talking about. Yeah. Somebody needs to present this list at that point. Should we go upstairs? Yeah, but before we do, can you just have a quick read of this? No joke. I keep seeing posts from women at the minute saying, should we have another child or not? And then they have written pros and cons. Find one of these lists. Please find one of them because I'd love to read one of these out. But the cons list totally outweighs the pros. And someone even said that. I think you've you've answered your own question. Look at your cons list. I wonder if we could provide a service where we live with people. So let's say you get a young couple. You know, like them them people you see on Grand Designs or Escapes the Country. They're in the early to mid-20s. They've got more money than sense. Yeah, Yeah. We think it's time to settle down and have kids. At that point, me and you go and move in with them and we become adult children. So they have to cook with us. We just chuck crap all over the house for them to tidy up. Every morning they have to go get up and drive us to work, inconveniently out of the way. They have to make our lunches for driving us to work. Then they make sure there's a meal on the table. And we'll betide them if they can't come and pick us up because then they've got to pay for taxis. The washing. I think we do a week with them. Like one of them old holiday swap programmes that used to be on Channel 4. We do a week living with them and then we just moan for an entire week. Nothing's good enough. (laughs) And every night they're knackered. We're not going to bed. We want to stay up. I'm on my phone. I think that would be a great service for somebody to set up. Do you think? So you're thinking of having children. (sighs) Yeah. Brilliant though. They're all right. They're all right. (laughs) (laughs) Just last night, because I said when I was going to the hospital this morning, I might just say, can you do me a vasectomy while I'm here? And uh, you were like, why, why? And I'm like, no more kids. And you were like, I couldn't have another. I can't deal with the mummy stress. Somebody needs to tell you that. Well, I've always, I always wanted four. So I did always want one more. But now I'm, now Betsy's at the age of 10. Every day I go to bed with mum guilt. Yeah. about something about one of them that I've not done enough for one of them or one of them I feel bad that something's happened that I've not helped them to do let's hold it off on mum yeah. guilt because I think that's an episode yeah, in yeah. itself so you need to find the pros and cons list for having children and not having children that you've seen on Facebook if anybody finds that do email us it's in the description of the podcast or send us your, pro- your own pros and cons oh yeah Please do. And uh, if you can work out your average driving per week, we'd love to hear from you on this one. I've got to wrap things up. That's today's episode. Yeah. See you next time. See you later. Bye. The end. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.